Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Kohi Chats. And you know, it has been quite a wild week of earnings results from a lot of companies in the financial market. One of them being Amazon. You know, when I was reading their quarterly report, I asked this question to myself. How come Amazon is so big but it's still growing so so fast? Mm. You know, like their 2020 revenue was 386 billion dollars. That's a 38% year-on-year growth, and their quarter just quarter one 2021 revenue was 108 billion dollars. That's a 43% year-on-year growth, and like you see how this quarter one revenue is already 30% of what they have earned the entire year last year. Wow! So I mean, this is some insane growth strategy, mm-hmm, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. We all know that Amazon has always had a very strong growth strategy. Um, and just to summarize the strategy that is unique to Amazon, uh, we can summarize it in two ways. So number one is via the diversification of its revenue by adding you know, more services horizontally across um, the different uh, business units and services that it provides to end consumers. And secondarily, adding more services via converting its own cost center to a revenue generating business. So we all know that Amazon started out as an online bookstore marketplace that eventually diversified to include other product categories and other business verticals like hardware, video logistics, AWS, etc. But that is not the only diversification strategy. A less talked about strategy and one that Amazon is doing very well at is the diversification through converting its own cost center to revenue generating businesses to either partially or fully subsidize its own operations as a first order effect and then use this strategy to increase its own operating profits as a second order effect. Oh, that reminds me actually AWS is a very good example of this, right? How they use this strategy of converting cost center into a revenue generator. If you may or may not know, AWS is Amazon's infrastructure as a service provider. So what do they do is they'll provide compute resources to people outside of um, Amazon. Anyone who wants to use it can just pay Amazon to use it. And the idea actually came in the year 2000 where they the internal employees, they found out that there is a scalability issue. They, they found it hard to scale further to accommodate to Amazon's growing um, customer base. And in fact, the move was even more needed because they were developing something called Merchant.com, which was essentially a third-party um, helper, I would say, that helps third-party sellers like maybe Mark and Spencer to sell on Amazon using Amazon's engine. And then they, so because they were finding it hard to scale, um, they, they started to build this internal to, tool to give to the employees so that they can more easily uh, create servers, create instances, um, to scale up faster and to um, launch faster. But then like they found out that, hey, um, especially on days like Black Friday, where there are, there are a lot more customers mm-hmm. demand, mm-hmm. They, use, they scale up a lot of servers, but, but then after that, they don't know what to do with the servers. Then they saw this as an opportunity to convert, hey, why not convert this cost and, ex- and allow people to use it? Right? By renting it out exactly. to other people. Exactly. They rent it out to other people. And when they um, do this, they, um, the quarter, you can see they have constantly grown over the years. And in fact, just in 2021 quarter one revenue report, AWS generates $13.5 billion and has, all growing, has been growing constantly for the past five quarters at a rate of about 30% year on year. Wow. Okay. And, and each quarter's um, 
revenue from AWS is always higher than the previous quarter, and they have never ever seen a decrease in quarterly AWS revenue in their history. And in fact, in quarter one, 2021, AWS revenue actually contributes to 12.4% of their total revenue. Like a product that was born out of uh, you know, the, the internal need and seeing the opportunity to externalize and monetize these internal tools to other developers uh, is actually quite entrepreneurial. For such a large company, yes. I mean, I mean, back then when they had this idea, they weren't as large as today. Uh, but even so, I believe, I believe the journey they took from them, you know, uh, coming up with this idea, dog fooding the idea, to the actual commercialization of the idea, took a few years, right? Correct. Mm. But, but you see how um, AWS was just the start. They actually diversified to a lot more business lines after this. You can see that Amazon has a few costs. Um, associated with uh, what they're spending their money on. And one of them is product cost. Mm -hmm. And you know, they have successfully diversified that into Amazon Basics, mm -hmm. right? And they also have some costs related to fulfillment. And now they are generating their own um, fulfilled by Amazon lines. Right, but I think Amazon Basics is also really brilliant because we all know, right? Amazon actually, um, part of their business is to procure products from suppliers and then they resell them on their platform. Exactly. Right, and then when they when they saw how certain de uh, how demand for certain products on Amazon is like proportionally larger than other other categories or other products, they actually thought to themselves that hey, like since there is high demand for for this group of products, why not let's make our own product instead of having to um, buy and resell and having to incur that product cost? Why not turn this to our own private label? So that we, we do not incur such a large product cost and in return we have higher retail margins because we manufacture it ourselves and we limit this to like the basic necessi necessities. Like I know batteries is one of the product categories that is really doing well in Amazon Basics. And I think um, you have to remember that Jeff Bezos wants to make it the most customer-centric company in the world. Mm -hmm. And by doing um, having their own um, Amazon Basics lines, for example, it helps control uh, the customer experience that they give out to the users. Yeah, and then this diversification actually worked so well that it is now able to subsidize Amazon um, cost centers as I, I was talking about. And, and one of the prominent line items most recently is that the ad revenue right now is actually subsidizing Amazon's own marketing costs. Oh. Like that's the most, most um, I would say like biggest I wasn't saying news, but biggest observation that we have seen, especially in the past, not just past quarter, but maybe in the past year as well. Um, and maybe you can talk about the types of ad revenue. Right. So similar to other advertising giants, Amazon has this um, advertise on Amazon products to improve uh, visibility of brands or product in their search results. This can be um, online video ads. It can be display ads on Amazon. Um, and lately, maybe uh, because um, they, they own Twitch, there are audio, uh, Amazon Music, there are audio ads as well. But I think the one that is very eye-catchy to me is the, their newest product that is, in fact, still on beta. What is it? It's called Amazon Attribution. What does it do? So uh, to sum it up very simply, um, you are able to advertise outside of Amazon, mm -hmm. but still obtain the right metrics to track how your how well your campaigns are doing. Mm -hmm. So um, this has been a problem um, in cross-channel marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Because they advertise, on, for example, on Instagram, Facebook, um, 
but then like they don't know how to gel it well such that they know that which which platforms uh, is the best performing one or like which platform actually led to the eventual sale exactly. on Amazon or exactly. rather purchase on Amazon but now because Amazon is providing this product they're mm-hmm. able to track that very easily right right and and given that they also have like a portfolio of ad products that you just mentioned um, taking it in totality you can take a look at you know their quarter one uh, ad revenue for example um, sorry not quarter one ad revenue but rather let's move one quarter back to quarter four 2020 um, that that period was the first time uh, Amazon's ad revenue exceeded its marketing costs and this started in Q4 2020, it has continued in Q1 2021. And because it's the ad revenue that Amazon has earned from um, third-party advertisers exceeded its own marketing costs that it incurred to advertise Amazon as a brand to their own, to, to either get more customer uh, customers acquired or get uh, or for the retention of customers, it is now able to basically say that, you know, they have this unique um, ability to generate like a small flywheel of it on its own whereby the money they spend will be eventually um, earned back through third-party advertising. And what's amazing about this growth is if you look at um, quarter one ad revenue results, it's approximately $7 billion, $7 billion in the in capital B. <laughs> and, and just for comparison purposes, um, they are the number three publisher I would say behind just Facebook and Google and and just just for a further comparison purpose um, so Amazon did 7 billion in quarter one Facebook did 25 billion dollars and Google did 45 billion dollars so all in all you can see that even though Amazon is the number three player which is a very uh, incredible ranking to have to, to have but it is still quite small compared to Google the number one player about six times smaller than Google and about three to four times smaller than Facebook in terms of ad revenue. But I think it's not fair to put Amazon in the same space as Google and Facebook. You know why? Because Google and Facebook has, since the birth of their company, advertised themselves as an advertising company. Their main purpose is to gain revenue through advertising. Mm -hmm. But Amazon has been known to be an online retailer. So okay, if, you, if okay. you think of it that way, it's not really fair to say that um, it's still quite far from them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because what, what the achievement that Amazon has right now is just, to me, it's quite amazing. The fact that um, even though their main business line is not advertising, they're now catching up to the two giants that we all know of. Right, fair enough. And okay, I think I, think I, can, I, can, I can agree with you on that point. And an evidence of this would be looking at um, quarter one's uh, revenue, like, uh, sorry, um, yeah, quarter one's revenue of $7 billion, um, it is actually like one third of what they made in 2020, like the whole of 2020, mm. in just like one quarter of the year. So, and in addition to that, um, they they actually had like a 77 percent growth year on year revenue uh, in 2020, and this huge growth uh, increase uh, is a trend that we have seen um, in the past two years. Like the past two years, especially ad- advertising revenue has been increasing tre- tremendously year over year. The other time period where we saw a huge um, year-over-year growth increase of more than 100% was in 
2018, like each of the quarters in 2018. Um, the reason why the uh, 2018 was a, also a year of huge growth, I, I would say arguably larger growth than now, was because um, Amazon decided to rebrand its ad business unit and became very serious on growing its advertising business uh, in 2018. But in actual fact, um, the advertising business was actually launched in 2012. So again, we see that this very long-term strategic thinking from Jeff Bezos. Exactly. And eMarketer also said that Amazon's share of the US digital ad market is now more than 10% for the first time since uh, for the first time in 2020. And this is up from 7.8% in 2019. Comparing this to Google, Google's share was 28.9% of the US digital ad market in 2020 and Facebook was 25.2%. And just to go back to the point of the $7 billion that they are making, you know, just now Amazon um, Web Services, we know that um, the revenue genera generated from there uh, contributes to about 12 to 13% of, uh, of the total revenue. Correct. But ad revenue uh, contributes to about 6.4% of total revenue, which is also very high if you think about it in terms of percentages. And it is also the highest percentage point in the context of its revenue contribution in its history. Yeah, so it, you can see that they are now very serious in growing this business, I guess, mm -hmm. into this, um, into its own business line. That, right, that, right. That and it's also supported by a very strong flywheel. Oh, another flywheel? Flywheel effect, whereby you have the phenomenon of brands spending on advertisement to advertise either within Amazon or outside of Amazon. Then Amazon collects the advertising revenue. And then Amazon takes this money to spend on its own marketing, acquire more customers. And then brands see that, oh, more customers are coming. It's more worthwhile for me to continue doing advertisement. Oh, my, adver my advertisements are working. Let me spend more. And then Amazon continues to collect even more advertising revenue, etc., etc. Actually, there's another way of seeing this flywheel, right? Where, um, like you said, now that there are more customers, customers purchase more items. So, so the tech side of it, now that there are more data from each customer, that can make even better prediction, or not prediction, uh, recommendations. Mm -hmm. So that, uh, for example, if you buy an Echo device, maybe you want to combine it with a Philips Hue light system mm -hmm. then as this recommendation uh, gets better there are m even more purchases and the flywheel goes on mm. <laughs> I guess Amazon at the end of the day is all about flywheels yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay then um, and then you know moving on from this flywheel there's also another like a second order like effect from this which is after they turn their cost center into a revenue generating business and then having this uh, new revenue stream to subsidize its own uh, cost operations, it is then able to increase its uh, contributing sources to its own operating profits, right? And an example of this is Amazon's growing advertising revenue actually boosted its operating profits and allowed Amazon to increase its source of, or rather diversify its source of operating uh, profits uh, contributed away from AWS. Where previously, in quarter one of 2020, AWS, a highly profitable unit, uh, used to contribute 70, 70, uh, 77% direct to Amazon's um, total operating income. One year later, in Q1 2021, um, the that percentage actually came down to 47%, which means that AWS now contributes um, 47% of the um, operating profits. But this is not a bad thing. 
because number one, AWS revenue has been increasing every quarter. And number two, um, the lower percentage contribution to operating profits is due to the fact that ads itself is becoming a more significant contributor to operating income. Oh, but I think I read an article somewhere that tried to explain um, a little bit of this phenomena. Um, I think it's, uh, I googled it again and it was an article in 2016 that is saying that um, it all it has been you can see this trend starting from 2016 um, and how people are now searching for product directly on Amazon mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're like I mean um, back in the days um, you we will go to Google first maybe in Asia it's still a common pattern where you go to Google first to find a product they want to buy right but it has there has been reports in the United States where people um, they go directly to Amazon because they know that Amazon sells everything from A to Z, mm -hmm, right? Yeah. They have so much items right. and um, might as well just go directly to Amazon and they could purchase it directly from Amazon. Mm -hmm. This experience is so good to the customers that now you see how Amazon is like roaching over Google's ads business because mm -hmm. now there are less searches that, that's being done on Google search. Then yeah, Amazon is taking over the advertising a little bit, starting to take over a bit of the advertising revenue that mm -hmm. Google um, gets. And yeah, you know, that's why I think that's why you can see this trend in 2021 where now the advertising business is its own revenue generator where, mm -hmm. where it started from the cost center that we talked about mm -hmm. earlier, right? Right, right, right. How uh, now they, they are helping to generate becoming a more prominent business line, business line in Amazon itself. Right. And I guess also one important point to add on is the fact that to, to explain like why why is it so significant that AWS and ad revenue uh, have this interesting flywheel and this interesting contribution directly to operating profits. It is because of the fact that even though Amazon has a lot of business units, right, they have they, they are basically in every aspect of your life, right, potentially. Um, and but the interesting thing is most of the services are are like loss leaders in that sense. Like they are not making much money or profits off it. What do you mean by loss leaders? So loss leaders mean meaning um, offering a service at a at a price that doesn't um, doesn't lead you to break even or doesn't give you a profit. Like for example, if you buy uh, a piece of clothing for like fifteen dollars, you are selling it for like ten dollars just to get more people to come on board, mm. right? So so I'm not saying that a lot of Amazon's um, services are loss leaders. I think Amazon Prime is one example. Um, at the start, maybe now it's no. I I don't think it is now. Um, but then, a lot of the Amazon services have go through. Um, you know the whole P P P and L structure of like revenue, cost of goods sold, and then having to go through like operating expenses and whatnot. And then a lot of the expenses are actually also deducted from the cost of goods sold. Mm. Right. Um, especially in Amazon's buy and resell model, for example. So the fact that the AWS unit and the ads unit actually um, are direct contributors to revenue, uh, have very, very little cost of goods expenses incurred. This essentially means that more money gets channeled to the operating profits. Does that make sense? Uh, it makes sense. So, so now yeah. there are businesses, um, it used to be just almost exclusively AWS, right? Yeah. Generating most of the operating clean Correct. profit for right, Amazon correct, correct. but now you see this advertising business mm -hmm. becoming the, this next big thing right. that generates clean profit for Amazon right. and I guess we'll just have to wait and see if Amazon ads uh, will grow to become on par 
with Facebook and Google or even overtake Facebook and Google in the future and also whether Amazon is able to come up with more um, services or convert more cost centers to revenue generating businesses that will impact their bottom line we'll just have to wait and see